0: Learn how you can be a smartphone journalist for the most underreported news in the world. God is active all over the world, but few people are telling his stories, says Stan Jeter, founder and CEO of Global News Alliance. In today's overcrowded news environment, the most underreported news is the story of God at work. Stan has a solution. He encourages you to become a smartphone journalist. In fact, he thinks every church should have a smartphone journalist. Welcome. This is the Unconventional Ministry Podcast, where the conversation is about fresh ideas in ministry, innovative approaches, and collaborative efforts. I'm your host, Dennis Weens, Vice President for Ministry Partnerships at Sat7USA. My guest today is Stan Jeter, founder and CEO of Global News Alliance. He has a career in Christian media, He was senior news producer at CBN News. He was on the board of directors of NRB, that's National Religious Broadcasters. He founded the Christian World News in 1994 and the Spanish version of it. And now, of course, he's the CEO and founder of Global News Alliance. Stan, you bring a lot of experience and a wealth of knowledge to the podcast. So thanks for joining me.
1: It's been great, Dennis, and thanks for having me on. You
0: know, I was reading on your website, God is active all over the world, but few are telling his story. And you've come up with a very fresh idea, innovative way to tell God's story. There's a problem, but you've provided a very uh, practical solution, smartphone journalism. So let's, let's start there. Uh, what is God doing? You travel a lot. I know you were just in the Middle East. Uh, what's God doing around the world?
1: It's really amazing and it's beyond our comprehension. Uh, the thing is we just don't hear enough of those stories. We get little bits and pieces by reading a missionary's newsletter or some report by a ministry organization, but we get so little of the big picture of what God is doing in the world. And sometimes we get more information from some areas than from others. For example, I've been concerned for some years that we get stories from different parts of the world, but very little from Africa. And uh, God is doing amazing things in Africa. Some people say that it's one of the places to really watch if you want to see God at work in the world today. My concern, my passion is to get those stories and share them, first of all, with the Christian public, because we need to we need to uh, have a God view. We need to have a worldview that includes God,
0: Absolutely. what God
1: is doing. If you watch the evening news, your worldview is going to be quite distorted. There's no God in the picture. Very rarely is there anything that shows that God is active when you're watching secular news. For the most part, believing reporters are are kind of blind to what God is doing in the world. They don't see it. Or if they do see it, they, they, uh, they look for the—they uh, tend to get the nasty angles or the— you know, the uh, they they don't they don't report it straight. So um, my passion is to find ways to tell God's stories and share them around the world.
0: Well, this is the Unconventional Ministry podcast, and uh, of course, we look for fresh ideas and innovative approaches. And you've come up with a solution. It's very fresh idea. It's an innovative approach, and it's smartphone. Journalism. So talk to us a little bit about what is smartphone journalism. How can we learn about it? Uh, then we want to get into how people can become uh, smartphone journalists themselves. Where did this idea come from?
1: You know, I don't know where it really came from. It's not original. There was c- citizen journalism has been going on for some time. Local TV st- stations sometimes try to recruit ordinary people who have a smartphone who maybe see a fire or an accident or something before the the, uh, the first responders get there. And the news departments of these uh, TV stations would love to get these ordinary citizens to take some video of what they see, whether it's an accident, a fire or whatever, and get it to the station so they can be quick to report on what's, what's happening. So they've been Recruiting citizen journalists for a long time. Another thing that happened in the Middle East—they called it the Arab Spring—that kind of uh, revolt against authoritarian regimes in the Middle East, which went on for years and the effects are still with us. But it was documented by people, or you could see pictures of what was, of masses of protesters, and they they would have their smartphones up in the air, recording what was going on getting video and then sharing that video and the act of sharing the video spread the revolution from country to country throughout the Middle East. So uh, the power of the smartphone, particularly video on the smartphone to tell stories and to to uh, motivate people is is uh, something is not a terribly new phenomenon, but it is new with a smartphone.
0: It's really revolutionized the way news is reported now, and Absolutely. Arab and the Arab Spring is an example of that.
1: Absolutely, that is exactly right. So, um, in fact, some uh, television stations with low budgets, or even you know, with regular budgets, are sending out reporters with nothing but a smartphone, and. Um, Maybe an external microphone or a tripod or a couple of other little ancillary pieces of equipment, but uh, basically the smartphone. In Honduras, I was in Central America a year or two ago, and I heard about the national television newscast. They had a reporter who was given a motorcycle and a smartphone, and he was often the first on the scene when some news was happening. And uh, he had some kind of live hookup back to the station, and, uh, and there you go. I mean, it, it, was, it was fast, it was efficient, and it was good.
0: If we have people with smartphones around the world, they can be out capturing firsthand video footage, audio content of what God is doing, uh, what God how God's working, and send that back to the agencies, to the churches, to groups like Global News Alliance.
1: Absolutely. That's the vision. Let's raise an army of smartphone reporters to tell God's story in the world today. For example, in Ukraine, Far East Broadcasting Company had Christian ministry there, had I think about seven radio stations in Ukraine. The staff had to flee because of the Russian invasion. They had to go further west. Some of the stations then they operated remotely. But the point is that. Some of these staff members took their smartphones when they had to take refuge, subway stations or in basements here and there. They took their smartphones and they documented what Christians were doing, witnessing, singing, encouraging one another in those situations and sometimes just reporting, uh, you know, standing in front of a bombed out building and telling what's going on. And we have carried a number of reports from FEBC staff who've been out there among the people or places where the attacks have taken place. In a minute, minute and a half report with the video and a few comments by these staff people, you really get the idea of what's going on and it can focus your prayers. To me, that's one of the most important things. You know, let's let's get the people of God praying for needs around the world and rejoicing in the victories of the gospel.
0: We recently did a Zoom webinar with a Ukrainian pastor and he drives a van. So he drives it with supplies to eastern Ukraine and then he picks up people wanting to get out, needing to get out as he drives back to the West. So he stopped his van, and he was in a place. He had uh, data coverage. And on his smartphone, he did a Zoom webinar with us, with Dr. Ron Harris. And we asked him, how can we be praying for the church? So on his smartphone, in his van, along the road, we did a Zoom webinar. The dome light on the van went out. So he's sitting in the dark, and he disappeared, but he kept talking. And uh, it was amazing, but he was doing all this on his smartphone. And we heard firsthand from eastern Ukraine— how to be praying for the church there. So smartphone technology is really great, and smartphone journalism, which is what he was doing. So, Stan, what do you want to see in a story? If somebody's going to send you a smartphone journalistic story, what do you want to see in that one minute?
1: Well, first of all, uh, we want to have a clear idea. We, it's a story. You've got to be telling something, you know, what has happened. Uh, so, whoever is preparing this this story needs to have a clear idea of what he wants to say. And then the video needs to reflect that. If it's, you know, refugees streaming out of Ukraine, show us some video of the refugees coming across the border or, or, or moving from one place to another. If it's a feeding program that the church is carrying out, show us video of what's happening. And then typically... A a news report will have an interview or two. Just, you know, you can interview somebody for three minutes, but just take a 20 second clip from that interview and use it in your story. So typically an interview and some what we call B-roll, which is just background video showing what's going on and uh, combined, edited together so it makes a story that has a beginning, a middle, and an end, and makes sense. So that's, that's kind of how you construct the story. That's what we expect in a story. And what we want to show is the church at work, Christians uh, being the hands and feet of Jesus, Christians sharing the good news of Jesus under all kinds of circumstances. We even want to know uh, see about Christians that are being persecuted, Where are the big needs? Where do Christians need prayer support? Those are the kinds of stories we look for. We Places like um, Nepal, where people, because of COVID, people are, are starving to death because they can't get to work or they can't plant their crops or whatever. So the church is having to step up and feed these people, but it's an urgent need. You know, it's something we need to know about. So those are the kinds of stories we look for.
0: Now uh, you have a website, and on that website, you're putting a lot of these stories. I know on your website as well, you have like these flashcards that are printable that walk people through different steps of what you're looking for in a story. What is that website, and uh, on under what page can they get that information?
1: Yeah, that's accessible to anyone. It's uh, it's very simple. Um, our organization, our um, news agency, if you will, is called Global News Alliance. So G for global, N for news, A for alliance, gna.news. So if you go to gna.news, you'll get to the main site and then look for the tab that says smartphone journalist. And I've got it open in front of me right now. And there you will see tips on uh, the, well, you can download the cards that uh, we printed out with quick tips for pre-production, production, and storytelling. So um, things like, let me just mention a couple. Uh, for example, a lot of people don't think about the television screen because we're, we're thinking of putting things on television as well as social media. But the telev- for the TV screen, you should hold your smartphone horizontally, not vertically, horizontally. That's one tip. Another tip is when you're doing the you're filming or doing an interview, activate your airplane mode. And the reason is you don't want somebody calling you in the middle of the interview, or you don't want some alerts coming in buzzing uh, and distracting when you're doing the interview. And then another tip that I think is very important is be sure that you uh, hold the phone stable. Um, A lot of us just automatically uh, just move the phone around, left, right, up, down. You know, we, we pan, which is left to right. We tilt, which is up and down. We, we zoom. We do all kinds of movements. Uh, really, uh, you, you should avoid doing a lot of that kind of movement and just do a stable A shot that's not shaky. Sometimes you have to lean up against a wall maybe to get a a really solid, stable shot. You don't want to see shaky video, and you don't want to see video that makes you dizzy. So uh, a stable, steady shot. If you have a tripod, that's fantastic. You can't always use it. I I like the little tripods that um, have flexible legs. They call them uh, gorilla pods. And those little legs, there are some that have maybe like 12 inch legs or 15 inch legs. Uh, you can actually flex them, bend them and uh, wrap them around uh, uh, a tree branch, for example, and just have, you know, that as a support for your phone if you want to get uh, a scene where you're included, for example. So um, there are all kinds of things that you can do. But those those are some of the tips that we include and you can download from, from our site.
0: Very good. And also if you have uh, like a smartphone, if it comes with um, earbuds with the inline microphone to use that in an interview, get a little better quality audio that helps as well. Uh, well, Stan, I know we met at the National Religious Broadcasters Convention in Nashville, and soon after that, you traveled to the Middle East. Um, talk to a little bit about that trip uh, to SAT-7's meeting and some of the things you saw there in the Middle East.
1: Sure. That was uh, quite an experience, an amazing experience to be with some of the key staff from SAT-7 in Cyprus for this partnership meeting that they had. I was Uh, delighted to be invited to the meeting and be an observer and meet some of the key players in Sat-7. And uh, the four satellite signals that Sat-7 has that are directed in, uh, you know, to different audiences, uh, one for the Iranian audience and and Persian-speaking people, one for the Turkish, and then two for Arab uh, populations. The one of the uh, one of the groups has actually has a news center, a news department and broadcast uh, on their network the Turkish uh, uh, group broadcast um, news every day and it's been quite effective and we've already started partnering with them. They're starting to use some of our stories from Ukraine and other parts, and we look forward to getting stories from them about what God is doing in Turkey. and that's what we were trying I was trying to do is, is uh, meet people face to face, talk about how we can work together to share news stories back and forth.
0: Well very good and again uh, let's uh, give that website Gna.news Global News Alliance. They have a lot of resources on their website uh, that you can uh, not only read the stories but ways that you can become a smartphone journalist. And then uh, you can record a ministry taking place in your local area. It might not be international. That's okay. God works everywhere. So just document a short story that uh, how God is working and send that to uh, Global News Alliance. And i uh, sure they'll use that footage, uh, that story in some way. So, Stan, very good to have you on. And I hope you get a lot of uh, smartphone journalists out of this podcast.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, uh, Dennis, my vision— really is that there should be a smartphone journalist in every church. There's no reason, you know, with all the young people in a congregation that are tuned into their smartphones and are already doing video, you know, why can't they be uh, given the vision of telling stories about what God is doing in their environment, maybe an outreach to Ah, uh, some needy people in their community, or a mission trip, or whatever. So um, let's let's raise up a generation of smartphone reporters for the sake of the gospel, to tell God's story around the world.
0: Uh, Stan, that uh, raises another question. You know, I when I was traveling and visiting churches. I'd a lot of times do Facebook Live with pastors because what I found is people in the church like to see their senior pastor on Facebook Live. And most of these pastors had a Facebook account, but very few of them thought of Facebook as a ministry tool. And as they, you know, we did a Facebook Live and they share it, and then pretty soon there's, you know, 1,000, 3, sometimes 7, 8,000 people would see that as people like it, make comments, and then it shares to their network, to their network. Uh, As you travel, do you think the local church has a vision for media, or is it more just uh, recording services and putting on YouTube? Is there really a vision out there in the local church of America for harnessing the power of smartphone uh, journalism uh, in the local church?
1: I think it's something we really need to challenge the church to do. Um, COVID very interestingly, has moved the church forward in terms of of media use, you know, live um, Facebook or YouTube uh, for their services and so forth. But the typical uh, church response to media is, let's get our service on Facebook, or let's get our service on YouTube uh, or television. And uh, really, there there's so many creative ways to use media. Um, sh- broadcasting a service and a message is only one way, and it's more suited to the congregation that's sitting there than it is for broadcast many times. So, you know, I encourage, uh, I encourage church leaders, I encourage uh, young people in churches to think of creative ways to tell stories, to do, to do programming. Uh, for social media, as well as eventually for, for television, and, uh, and harness the power of the media to, uh, to connect with people uh, and not just uh, take the pulpit to, to the media.
0: Well, if you're listening to this podcast, I encourage you to look at GNA.news and look at the tab Smartphone Journalism. And talk to somebody at your church about this concept and see if smartphone journalism wouldn't be able to be a part of what your church is doing as they extend the digital and uh, the media to have a greater reach and impact for the local church as well. So, Stan, thanks again for joining this podcast. It's very uh, uh, creative and uh, interesting to see what uh, smartphone journalism can do for the kingdom. But also for the church, capital C, around the world, and thanks for joining me.
1: It's a pleasure, and may God use you and this unconventional ministry podcast to sow a lot of seeds, so that we can uh, be cre- we can creatively use the tools that God has given us in this modern age.
0: In our changing world, there are more ways than ever to do ministry. Sat Seven as a broadcast media ministry is changing how ministry is done. Through innovative approaches, collaborative efforts, broadcast satellite television, web streaming, and social media, SAT7 is making a difference. Visit SAT7 online today at sat7usa.org to learn ways you can be a part of this kingdom work. If you've enjoyed this conversation, please share it with your friends. If you know of an unconventional ministry approach, please introduce us. We'd like to have them on as guests. Thank you again for joining this episode of the Unconventional Ministry Podcast.